Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Uh, from past 11 years, we're conducting Zoom or conference calls. If you have any questions, please um, fill the Google sheet out. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer. We do go with the Google sheet because it saves a lot of time for us. So please fill the Google sheet out, guys, for you to get the promotion. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer because uh, if, it's a, if you're a newcomer, even if you have filled a Google sheet, let our team know you're a newcomer and then we'll promote you. Anand Reddy. Uh, good morning, sir. Uh, my name is Anand Reddy. Uh, Anand, I got... want to know about your children L2 visa. Can they study in US without converting to F1? Are they under 21, Anand? One, one my kid is 21 years, 4 months and another kid is 17 years, sir. The 21-year-old kid will not get an L2 visa, though. Only the 17-year-old kid will get L2 visa. The L2 visa kid can study in USA without converting it to F1. But the 21-year-old will not get L2. He's out. Sir, we uh, she got stamped, sir, already. What? L2 visa. There is a, yeah, there is a mistake. That is a complete mistake. They cannot get stamped. That is a mistake. Don't make that kid enter into the United States because they're going to deport her. Now, the way you guys calculate in India, 21 years is different than the way we calculate it. I don't know if there is a mistake in that one. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. but they cannot give it, even if they give it, when she tries to enter into the airport, they will deny her entry to the United States. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so, but but my younger kid can study on L2 directly without no, they don't need to change to F1 visa, okay? Next person, please. Check okay. on the Google. Don't take the risk of coming into the United States with that child, okay? Next person, sure. please. Thank you. Here is the thing. You Hi, do sir. a mistake. How are you? I do a mistake. Immigration does a mistake. You pay for the penalty. Unfortunately, that is how it works out. Yes, Srijan, go ahead. Hi, sir. I posted a question in the document. Google sure. My father filed concurrent AOS, okay, with I-140. And my dad, I-140, approved in October 12, 2021 under premium crossing. My dad, EB-3, and it was current in October. Sounds good. Please be advised. So um, if so, you are protected in the Child Service Protection Act. Is that right? I'm not going to conclude in this one, one minute mm-hmm. meeting, though. Based on the reading, it looks like, okay. but I'm not confirming it, okay? Yeah, if, I think I am uh, in it. Uh, I would rather want to get an independent confirmation because I want to look into all the sheets. I want to look into the I-140 approval. I want to look into the priority date. I want to look into everything before I confirm it, not believe in your statements to confirm it. Assuming that you're protected in the CSPA age, I will not hesitate using my EAD if I were you. 
you don't okay. need to change the f1 status if you are protected in the child service protection act okay and okay. if you have uh, some some time can i ask one more question please go ahead yeah so uh, the thing is my dad actually is attorney filed the first uh, i140 in uh, september but because mm -hmm. of a query he filed this he like refiled uh, another i140 with aos so mm -hmm. because of that uh, am i still locked under my dad for the green card i i would i would want you to get a, a separate consultation for for the csp locking okay okay the reason okay. is that it's very crucial it's it's i would always say it's it's life for you okay next person please mm -hmm. Abhinav, thanks. Oh. It looks like it is, but I want to get the confirmation. Abhinav, uh, my present existing H-1B visa expires on September 30th, 2000. My further extension is approved by USA with states September 27, 2023. Okay, starts on September 27. Okay, can I travel to India before September 30th and get the visa stamping? Um, will you be available for a Dropbox? Absolutely, you can get the stamping. You have no problem. Now, the question that comes is that, will they give the approval until September 27, 2026, or will they give it until September 30th, 2023? You will get an approval until September 27, 2026. Okay, so that won't be an issue, right? Like uh, uh, the start date won't be like September 27, 2023, right? The issue date? No, it will be May 5th of 2023. And the end date will be September 27, 2026. That's a, that's what I'm assuming your H-1B is expiring. Yeah. So uh, should I like uh, um, give them the latest I-797 or both? Yes, like, both. You one? give both. You give both. Okay. okay. But in Next DS-160, uh, okay. in the DS everything you will fill the, you will fill the latest H-1B approval that is starting in September 27, 2023. Okay. Oh. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Saran? Yeah, hi, Rahul sir. I'm Saran. Uh, Saran, I'm going to India in December after four years. I had my stamping till 2020. Okay, give me one second, okay? Uh, I guess now when I will go, uh, will I qualify? Yeah, you are qualified for Dropbox. Uh, yeah, yeah also, I have Dropbox. Yeah, I have two questions. Like, uh, I have filled DS, but my current extension is only till August 2024. Uh, my extension, other uh, extension is in progress. But if I take a date now... Wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. Did you said it's until August of 2023 or 2024? 2024 is the current approval, what I have. But okay. uh, by the time I'm flying, I'm, I'm already in the process for uh, getting a new extension. That's not an extension. It must be amendmentless extension because typically they won't allow to file an extension within six months after the expire before it is expiring. So it should be amendmentless extensions, right? Uh, I have asked my company for the initiating, so probably I'm not sure if what the large. No, so you that. probably don't know what it is because yeah. you can't initiate an extension before six months it's expiring. So since your H-1B is expiring in August of 2024, that's more than a year, you can't file an extension. You can file an amendment this extension. You got the point? Okay. Okay. So, so if like you're, a, 
if you're mm-hmm. so you you need to you need to understand the basic fundamentals of it then come back to us okay you you can't file extension period so so with this one uh, can i go for stamping uh, if they Absolutely. file that way well if they file what they can't file okay. an extension so okay. so it must be amendment plus extension so that's a different story for it you they won't file extension next person please so yeah you can go with august 2024 you don't have to worry about extending go get the stamping done you're eligible for dropbox even though your stamping expired in 2020 next person please okay rohit thank you rohit uh, hi hi ravi uh, so yeah after being and within the 60 days period i started working with project a uh, you mean to say after you got laid off you joined a different company no it's with the same employer but i joined just a different project with the same employer and uh, I am, my I'm, i'm a little bit confused now you so said I you was, got laid off from the company no so i was laid off from the company then i got the project with the same employer and uh, okay. that's so, the so project okay so wait wait right right let me yeah. understand so you are working with company a they laid mm-hmm. you off mm-hmm. and within 60 days they put you back on the project yeah they put me back on the project Wait, and then in I, that in that period of the empty period of time did mm-hmm. they paid you did they not paid you no they didn't so they laid me off and i was on the 60 days grace period and within the, the 60 day days, grace period does not work out if you join the same company back it's only when you join a different company oh so i didn't use 60 days grace period technically then there is no 60 day grace period at all for you but i waited 3 uh, 30 days without uh, getting paid that is so. that is a violation of status otherwise every company will file a h1b i laid you off for 60 days put you on the payroll of one day lay you off for 60 days put you on the payroll for one day we can continue like that forever so the 60 mm-hmm. day grace period is only available when you are moving from company a to company b and there is a gap period of 60 days now if you are moving from project a to project b no mm-hmm. the 60 day grace period does not exist no. so did i violate my I'm status then yes you may want to you may yeah you may want to have a consultation you may have to speak with your employer what i told you right now and see mm-hmm. if there is any solution they will come up with okay, okay. next person please preston uh yeah i just had a quick question um My husband is I'm, already here from Honduras. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. He's okay. here from Honduras. Yes, sir. He's already here from Honduras. He's been here about 4-5 years. Uh he's gone through the process. He's already got his passport and everything. Uh we were just married about 2 weeks ago and we wanted to know what we needed to do next to start his citizenship process. You, do you mean to say green card is right? Permanent residence. I'm not Uh I'm not I'm not really sure. Uh I just know that he's uh gone through immigration and he's got his passport What that they you, know he's here. Ma'am ma'am passport is given by the country that he's originated from. The US okay. won't give him a passport unless he get the citizenship. So when you're speaking right. passport the Honduras government has given a passport to him. Oh okay Now, yeah see I don't know how it works. Ma'am ma'am then the other thing that pops up is that You said he has gone through the immigration process. Can you explain what that means? Passport is not an immigration process, though. Right. No, he uh, he came here. Uh, he turned himself into immigration, and he has to go on report. Um, I guess to the immigration about once a year. 
So that's all. That's the process that. That's I'm all in. you know, ma'am. Do you know if yeah. he entered legally in United States, or you know the rest of the things? How people jump the walls and come in? Do you know how he came right. in? Uh, he. I just know that he came in uh, with his daughter, and I don't think that it was legal. Okay, so and there is nothing uh, we can do at least to help you out. If he would have come with a visa status, like a B two visa or something like that, our office would be able to help out. But he has come without any legal papers, though. Uh, we cannot help. Now that doesn't mean that there is no solution for you. It's just that our office is not equipped to help you. Right. Okay? Even if we're married, uh, it, you, you are still absolutely can't do it? right, ma'am. No, ma'am. Right. No, ma'am. Only so, ask him. Who, right. no, no, we don't know of anybody that can help you too, unfortunately. Um, ask him one thing though. Even he, is, he may not be in legal status right now. Is there a chance that he entered with a legal status? What some people do is that they come on B2 visa for about six months period. They don't go back. They can stay here. If that's what happened with your husband, that's fine. We can take care of Come back to us. We'll take care of him. Okay. Okay, I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Next person, please. Thank you. Rina? Hi. Uh, so I applied for my EAD card in September, and but it got like approved like after 190 days, and I got my EAD like three days back. Uh, so when I checked my EAD, I noticed that I just got 10 months of OPT instead of 12 months. So I missed my H1B this year, so as I couldn't get a job because, because I didn't have an EAD. So I was wondering if there is any chance that, you know, I can ask USCIS to get 12 months of OPT instead of 10 months. Um, you, uh, you got the OPT for 10 months, but you applied for 12 months. Um, and is it expired already? No, I just graduated. So I've just applied. So you just, you said you got the OPTs, right? Yeah. When did you got the OPT? Uh, I got it on eleventh uh, April. It got approved. I graduated uh, this December twenty twenty two. Ah, so you just graduated right now? Yeah. They gave it ten months instead of twelve yeah. months, and you're going to miss the lottery next year. And when is yeah. the H one B? When is your? Oh, damn! Yeah. That's very bad. I know because uh, it got delayed by one ninety days. Uh, it, but it still, yeah, yeah, I see the point. They should be giving for twelve months. You should request them to correct it, though. Um, <laughs> you should request it to correct it. I there are other lawyers who are in this office. We, you know, every Tuesday we train the people uh, in our law firm. Any of our lawyers want to respond to it because she got only for ten months of EAD and she's going to miss the lottery next time. Okay, well, we'll try to see, ma'am. But yeah, you should. Uh, um, like, yeah. Should I check with the USCIS or should I ask my college, like the OGE department, to check with them? No, I think so. You need to contact the USCIS, ma'am. I don't know how I... to do it, but let me see if I can find out. I have your email address. Okay. Right. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Vinny. Hi, sir. So I posted the question in document. Yeah, yes, uh, Vineet, go ahead. Um, I'm currently an F1 pursuing uh, first semester and I have six years of IT experience in India. I got H1B picked up this year in a regular camp. Can I proceed with H1B leaving F1 status? Now, is that legal? Uh, no, I mean, if you, if uh, Mr. Posala, is that a genuine job opportunity? If it's a genuine job opportunity, yeah, you can proceed for the H1B. 
you can transfer into H1B, absolutely not a problem. Just because you have not completed your education, not a big issue. I mean, you got a job opportunity, you may be much smarter than other people. Yeah, you can move on. Okay. Suti, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. Okay, Mr. Posal, are you there? Well, I guess you can hear me, then he cannot, so he's not in. Next person, please. Ashish? Yeah. Hello, sir. Actually, I got NOIR. I am I'm here in US after approval of my H1B. After reaching US, uh, my employer got on my name NOIR for multiple registrations. So I this I have two chances as per my knowledge that to transfer from another uh, employer or either to change the status to F1. So what would you suggest, sir? Mm, you may you may not be able to do uh you may not be able to achieve either of those things though um how much did you pay for the company to file the h1b i didn't pay anything okay but even if the company has done multiple registrations that is considered to be a fraudulent company to do so though so what are these companies doing is that they're opening multiple sister companies they're having okay. a bunch of people with multiple registration that is considered okay. to be fraud. In fact, that's going to be my YouTube topic today in the evening. You may want to watch okay. the YouTube on that one. Um, so we are, we are noticing a lot of appointments that are coming in there. Uh, okay. Hari, do you want to interfere into it? Can you unmute Hari? Let me yes, see if Hari is there. Yeah. No, I don't know if Hari is in there, the lawyer who handles this. But uh, yeah, uh, this is going on a lot for us right now. Um, okay. And yeah, unfortunately, you may not be approved for change of status for H1, F1. You can try your luck. I don't know if they will succeed, but there is a good mm -hmm. chance. The reason why you won't be able mm -hmm. to change to one other H1B, which I had a consultation just two hours ago, was that mm -hmm. because they are telling that the first H1B is a fraudulent H1B, so you shouldn't have been in this country at all. Mm -hmm. so, so if since you're counted wrongly towards H1B, all mm -hmm. subsequent H1Bs cannot be. So you, the best approach, probably you can try the F1 to see if they are going to be doing it, okay. but we don't know if the F1 is going to be approved or not. Okay, after application of F1, after that, immediately mm -hmm. can I join the college or university? You can, but, but the only problem is, will they approve your F1 because your H1B is a fraudulent H1B is the no. question of no. interpretation that we need to look into. Okay. Because Hari, as you I applied, Hari, you, yes. do you have any any put? Sorry, yeah, he can try. Uh, yeah, as you said, yeah, there may be a problem when it, when he tried to uh, change his status from um, H to F because of this fraudulent activity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But okay. he could try. You could try. But H one to H one is definitely no no. Uh, F one okay. is where you can try, Harsha. Okay. Next person, please. Okay, okay. Uh, one, hello? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, one last question. So as I will be transferring from H, uh, F1, to H1 to F1, so if I go to F1, I mean, attending colleges, if I don't work and don't pay tax on my SSN, is that okay? That's fine. You already applied for F1, so technically you're okay, okay to do so. Our only problem okay. is will they approve your F1? Will F1 they approve or not? Or not? That is yeah, next okay. person, please. Okay, thank you. Harsha? Hello, sir. Harsha. We have applied so have for H4EAD almost 90 days ago, and on February, expert request was denied. Mm. Uh, no, Rahul, sir. it is Arsha. Oh, Arsha. 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 Sorry. Give me one second. 
I'm an F1B and got H1B picked up. Does the status change to F1 have an impact on I-140 and GC in future? What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean I-140? Do you already have an I-140, Arsha? No, no. Uh, I'm not sure what exactly the I-140 is also, but uh, I, I, like there are some future steps after H1B, right? So uh, will there be any impact is what my uh, doubt no. is. No, what, what impact on what? When you move from F1 to H1, if the H1 yes. gets approved or if the H1B gets denied, either of those situations you're asking is, right? Yes, yes, sir, yes. No, if, if your H1B gets denied, you can apply for the H1B next year lottery. Okay. 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 If, if, and it won't impact your next year lottery. If the H1B gets approved or if it gets denied, it won't impact your future green card application. Sir, uh, I have one uh, clause here. So I am, like, I have applied through regular cap. I am still in F1, but I have applied mm -hmm. through uh, regular cap, not in master's cap. So that's fine. By yeah, the nearby, only thing, uh, the only thing is that is that company a genuine company? Do you remember the previous guy? He got from a fraudulent company. You remember that? If you are applying for a fraudulent company, you will be nagarka nagatka. There are some sir, lawyers uh, that I'm saying. Uh, that means that they will my, be good for nothing. Go ahead. Sir, it's my nearby, uh, like, uh, fam, like my family's uh, consultancy, sir. It's a big consultancy, actually. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You have just seen the other guy previously. Believe me, we get so many consultations that have, they don't have a job, they apply the H1B. If, now, let's, let's not argue about that, okay? If it's a genuine job opportunity, Go for the H1B. Absolutely no doubt. Go for it. Okay, sir. Okay. Yeah. So okay. my only doubt is why stamping will I get any uh, problem? No because problem. I have I have come here no from no problem. Next no problem, sir. You'll be fine. Yeah. Pradeep, go ahead. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, sir. Sir, uh, the H4EAD has been applied uh, 90 days ago. It's 90 days has been passed away. Is there any way which we can expedite the process? You are the person applicant, a healthcare worker. No, she is not a healthcare worker. Uh, yeah. I have no, I have no method of expediting. If I do, is this a first EAD application? Yeah, first EAD application, sir. Uh, uh, yes, the, I have no way to expedite. If I know, I will tell to everybody, and everybody will try to expedite. That will become a normal. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Next he, person. Please. He works for the healthcare also. Healthcare is the end customer. That works. No, they have to be in the healthcare. They need to touch the patients. Okay. They need to inject the patients, touch the patients, deal with the patients. Next mm -hmm. person, please. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Rahul. I have a question. I've applied concurrently filing for marriage-based green card while I'm on H1B currently. Estimate decision for a travel documentation advance will be nine months. But I have to travel to India next two months for family emergency. My mother has to go through all, whatever the things were. Um, what about your H1B, though? Do you have the stamping of H1B? Uh, no, I do not have stamping of H1B. You can go for H-1B stamping. If they give the H-1B stamping, they can, you can come back. But if they don't give the H-1B stamping, that's it. I mean, then it's an entire process will take four to five years for it to come back. But I thought like, well, this green card is under process. I can't travel even if I have an H-1B. Because no, you, can country... you can oh. travel on H-1B. Only H-1B and L-1s are allowed to travel. No oh, other persons okay. can. Okay. 
So if it's a B, A1, I'll tell you, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H2, mm-hmm. H3, and so and so, all other visas except L and H visas, okay? You cannot okay. travel. But H1B and uh, L visa, you can travel. But the only thing is that if you don't get the stamping, you're out. Yeah, it's so a lengthy process what, to bring you back. Yeah, so what if I don't want to take that risk and get the... Don't. Uh, <laughs> don't travel or work authorization can i get uh, yeah, can i expedite that process get it you can request it you can cry it this one advance parole you call them and you cry they may give it to you in one month advance parole okay 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 next person please ramesh hello yeah ramesh uh, yeah can you uh, can you take on yeah. two w2s on gcad absolutely you can and there's no impact right uh, mr rahul Absolutely not. Okay. Well, the only impact mm-hmm. I see is that you're making a lot more money than I, I make. I'm jealous of you. Yeah, That's one. Yeah. The second thing, also, the second, mm-hmm. the second thing is the second thing is you have to pay a lot of income taxes. That's it. Nothing okay. else. And you're good to go, buddy. I'm just making yeah, and then, Next person. Yeah, and then there's only 24 hours in the day. Well, work 24 hours. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Uh, okay. Wish you best of luck. Naveed, go ahead. Najib. Najib. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, hey, you, you see my question? Yes, I see. You filed a, uh, you filed four eight five I one forty E two receipt approved. This is October fourteen two thousand twenty two. I one forty approved. Okay, sponsored EAD received. Uh, EAD approved. You mean to say advance parole document approved? Okay, eighty days passed since filing four eight five in EB two. Between February twenty, my employer filed a downgrade for EB2 using I four eight five J with current. Validity. Okay. What happened if a layoff happens? Oh, it's been 180 days since you have filed a 485 application. You don't have to look into when the 485J supplement for EB3 has been filed. I don't know where they came up with 180 days. They're not implementing it. I think so. It's pretty safe for you to move on to a different job if you get laid off. I don't see any risk for you at all. But uh, there is an article on your website by you. New- there is there is an article that is public. There is an intimation by the USCIS that says about 180 days. They are not implementing it right now, Nadeem. But what about the Rebecca Chen? She wrote something on the website, right? Is that not That's implemented? Our, you they are not implementing it right now. So okay. because uh, one question, sir. So 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 you so you are saying based on understanding. So because the uh, 45J was you're just asking, filed. You're asking the same question three times in different different angles. Next person, please. You can have a consultation. We'll go over the thing. You can ask the same question 100 different angles. I'll bear it. But there are a lot of other people waiting. The answer is, if I were you, I would change the company. Absolutely not a problem. We'll wait. Next person. Thank you. Linden? Hi. Yes, my question's on the Google Sheet. Your fiancé is an American citizen who's getting married. We are getting married on May 6th. Sounds good. I'm an Australian citizen working postdoc research in the University of Pennsylvania. J1 visa. Oh, oh. Uh, do you have the two-year home residency requirement there? Yes. That's why we're going for E, not H. Okay. Because uh, the, the, the 212 E excludes me from H, but not E. That's right. Then you have to work a certain three years, is right, to work on H1B in a certain areas, is right, and then you will be exempt after that. So you have to go through the H1B. I think so. There is a three-year limitation. Once you cross the three-year limitation, then you are exempt from the two years residency requirement. Sorry, I'm not sure I follow. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Three years to what? I have to work. I have to go. I thought I had to go home for two years to get rid of the condition. 
there are two ways you can get rid of it. One is you can go to Australia and stay there for two years. You can get rid of that one. The second way of getting rid of it is that you are you are exempt from the H-1B numbers as long as you're working at a remote location, uh, some rural locations of H-1B, okay? And after working, I'm not, I think so it's two years or three years, you will be eligible to apply for the green card. Right, right. I see. So, um, but so yeah. more to the question on the sheet, um, is there any issue with being married to a US citizen when applying for an E3 visa? Why would you go for E3 though, instead of going for H1B? Well, because as I said, I think I'm not eligible for it right now. You're not eligible for H1B? Oh, okay. yes, wait, wait, because wait, of the wait, two year wait, thing. Wait, are you a, are, you're not, are you a physician? No, you're not a physician. I'm a professor. Ah. ah, I see that. Okay. You are a professor with a two-year home residency requirement. That's um, correct. That's right. You can't you can't move to three E3 visa. Why not? E3 you still need the two two years home residency requirement. No, that the two-year home residency requirement doesn't apply to E3, as far as I understand. Okay, let me do one thing, Mr. Linden. I have your email address. Let me sure. look into it. I may be wrong on it. You may be right on it. I will email you back on that, okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, because for the physicians, so there is an exception for the H-1B. They can go work in the rural areas and they're exempt from the H-1B number after three years, they're exempt. But I'm, I'm first time hearing that the two-year residency requirement is not applicable for E3. So let me look into it and I'll get back to you, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Yeah. Hi, sir. Hi, Rahul. Mm -hmm. um, I have posted my question. Uh, my mom's, mom's B2 uh, extension denied and she left to India in 2015. She applied for the extension before the I-94. She stayed for two weeks after the I-94 expired. Can she travel? Oh, okay. She can, um, but you have to make sure that she has the documentation that she applied for the B2 extension. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I okay. have the receipt number and also the denied letter. Both are there and also have the history uh, of the entry and exit. Okay. Yeah. But make sure that she has the denial after she left is right? Yeah. Yeah. After after she left, uh, we got the denial letter in 2022. Okay. Then she left, yeah, make she sure left in 2020. She, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make sure that she provides the documentation when she comes back. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm going with the last person, guys. That is Gayatri. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I'm changing. Um, uh, and don't forget that we do have a YouTube live and Facebook live from five to six. We take live questions and surprisingly, we don't get enough questions sometimes there, guys. So you can participate in the YouTube live at 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. We'll, we'll try to answer your questions there if you don't get answered here. Now, Gayatri, are you there? Gayatri, can you unmute? Yeah, I'm here, Rahul. I'm changing from, uh, from employer A to employer B. Last working day with employer A is May 5th. Employer B just filed LCA. It's not yet received transfer. The expected date of filing mentioned to be them is May 5th. But um, you, when is your I-94 expiring? Uh, I have till 2024 November. So your employer, the employer A, is he's going to withdraw it. Okay, it doesn't matter if he withdraws it. 
for the employer okay. A, can I travel to India before approval? I have some urgent requirements. Ah, I would not require you. I would definitely not want you to travel, ma'am. One of the reason is that how are you going to come back? Okay. Do you have a because have, stamping? Yeah. You have a. Hitch- I have you have, a, you have you have a stamping with company A. When is it expiring? Uh, November twenty four. November two thousand twenty four. You mean to say not yeah. November twenty four? So November twenty four. The only thing is that when you come back into United States, you must have the company B's H one B approval, and you must show the company when you come into the United States. You have to show them the I seven nine seven. You have to tell them you will be working with company B, not company A. And you have to make sure your I ninety four is reflected based on the company B's. And as soon as you enter into the United States, you make sure the I ninety four is reflected properly, so okay. that if there is any mistake that happens, we can cover it before, but not later on. Okay. Got it. If but they can ship the I seven nine seven, they can ship the I seven nine seven. But you wait until they ship. Don't come before they ship it. Okay. Yeah, that is fine. But I can travel uh, once they file it, You're right? right? Like I, you're fine. For... You can travel. You can travel. Okay, and also with regards to the withdrawal of petition, it should not be a problem, right? No, it doesn't matter. They are supposed to withdraw it. They will withdraw it. Thank okay. you, guys, for coming in. The next Zoom call will be tomorrow at four thirty p.m. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.